All right. So it says we are live and um, here we go. So it's um, seven o'clock on a Tuesday night. I have not been on here in a, in a while um, and I missed it a lot. Um, so no fanfare, no music, no nothing like that um, because I want to get into the show because I want to, um, I, I really want to have this discussion without um, having to rush to end it or having to have 16 parts of it or, um, or, or whatever. So, um, and I hope that tonight that everybody can find me and that everybody's able to see me and everybody's able to get on and everybody's able to comment. Um, and that is streaming on all of the platforms that I said that it should stream on. That's what I'm praying and hoping. And it's like um, every time I get ready to get on air, like something happens, like either the Internet doesn't want to do right or this doesn't want to happen. And just now my boss called and there's this big emergency. And it's just it just every single time. And I kept thinking maybe I wasn't supposed to be doing this. But then again, now I think I think that it's just. Um, it's just the, the enemy is mad and, and, and he doesn't want um us to be on to be um to do this because i think it's really um motivating and helping a lot of people so um before we get started let's do this um what i they tell me i need to do more of so let's do the commercials so um please do not forget to go on to uppity um uppity negro apparel which is um you just google it um uppity negro apparel um and you'll be able to see the website and you can order um, just about anything. I have, I even have a pair of tennis shoes on there, um, with uppity Negro on it. Um, and, um, uh, leggings and t-shirts. This is my, this is one of my favorite designs. It's the, um, the camouflage design. Um, and you can get it in any color you want to, um, in, in just about any style you want to. Um, and I have hoodies and scullies and, just, just anything that you could think of that you could put words on, I have it. And we're working on cups and all this other stuff. Um, and I'm just waiting until a lot of things settle down, until we get closer to finishing with this cancer thing and getting closer to finding a better place to live where I don't have to take my curtains up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, it, it, it's, I'm going through a, just a big transition. And at first, I was really ashamed of it. And then... Um, I decided that it wasn't, it just, it just, it's just life and it is what it is, you know? So, like I said, I'm really hoping that people can find me and everybody comes on. Um, I hope people that can see me who want to see me. Um, and I hope that you join into the conversation. Um, I could not think of a title, um, for this, um, particular show. Um, Hey Tara, I'm so glad you came in at the beginning. I, I'm so glad you came in at the beginning. And I know you've already shared it and I appreciate you sharing the link and everything. Thank you. I love you. Um, and I could not think of a title for this particular subject um, because I, because when I first, when God first gave me the title, I, I had been um, listening to something else and, and a lot of other things were coming in because of what I was listening to. Um, so I'm going to try to stay on subject, stay focused. Um, and um, try not to let my uh, just utter disappointment in, um, in, in in some black women just take over and I get just get mad and upset 
and just start spouting off all kind of stuff. So we're going to try to stay focused and we're going to try to stay um, on task because I think it's a really important subject. And I call it disconnect because there is a disconnection. There is a disconnection. Like I said on um, on on my Facebook post um, when I was in, in trying to um, invite people to come over, there is a disconnect between God and his creation of, 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 of uh, black folks first. There is a disconnect between God and, um, and man and, um, and women. And I think that one of the best, the two of the best, biggest disconnects that have, that has ruined um, our journey as a, as a people is the first one is was slavery, chattel slavery. Let's let's be clear on that because now people are starting, people are trying to um to categorize slavery in these different categories. And child, nobody got time for that. Anyway, so uh um so one two of the, one of the things is chattel slavery, and the other one is this um the feminist movement um uh in the in the 1920s or so, because we, oh God, we as black people, black and brown people have been fighting um, injustices from the beginning of time. And uh, at certain points, we fought injustices supposedly alongside the same people who, um, who um, oppressed us. And, and, it's a contradiction. Like, how can you fight about, how can you have, uh, um, and, and say you're going to be fighting fi- and, 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 and fight for feminists and, um, and, ro- and, and the right to vote and all of this other stuff. And you, and you walking down the street, um, along with people who oppressed you and who didn't want you to even be in the line. I listen, study your history. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to have this big long history lesson because I'll be, it's not a rabbit hole but, and, it, and it's very relevant, but for this particular discussion, it's a rabbit hole and I'm, and I, and I'm not going to let myself be drawn um, down that rabbit hole. So um, we have, because we do not know our history and please, understand that I have so much more to learn. Understand that I do not, I don't, I have barely scratched the surface of all the things that I need to know about our history, just barely. But I understand that things progress into something. There's a progression of things when things happen. Things is, you just don't wake up in the morning or you just don't get up one day and it's this way. You understand? It, it doesn't work that way. There is always a progression from this to this to this to this. And this is what we have to understand about the progression of how we were brought here as slaves and how men were treated in, in respect of slavery and how women were treated in respect of slavery and how that is still affecting us today. So the part about get over it and it was uh, whatever a lot long ago, no. Because though that, though the way we were treated and the way that we were brought up, especially with some of the traditions that we have and some of the things that we say and how we raise our children, especially um, 
people who were on age like my mom from the uh, 50s and 60s, uh, you realize after you start studying some of the history that you know where they get. It's just plantation speak. It's just it's, it's, it's white women and their rules on how they wanted their black their black uh, women slaves to act. And then those those black women brought those things down to their children. And um, and we're not talking about respect or anything like that. But we're we're talking about um, we're we're talking about um, I'm trying to get Fred in. I'm trying. Did I get Fred in? Hold on a minute, y'all. I'm trying to get Fred into the into the conversation. Oh, there it is. I always forget how that's been so long, child. I don't even remember how to do this. Hey, Fred. So we have Hold to on, understand. I gotta make an adjustment to my sound. Uh, uh, say it again. You gotta say it again, Fred. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can't hear you just yet. Hold on. Is it me? me? A second. I got you. Okay. So, um, Tara, can you tell me if you can hear me? Well, you said you love me too, so obviously you can hear me. Um, but anyway, so um let's get into it. So there has been a there is a disconnect. And one of the and, and one of the major reasons now those are the two reasons from back in the day why there's there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect now because we in a generation of I'm gonna do whatever I want to because now I want to be LGBTQRS NOP and fluid and uh, uh, non something I, I don't I don't know and and I, I want to be. Um, non-gender gender specific and I want to do all of these things now before I thank you baby before I get into it let me let me let me let me let me make let me give you a, a, a PSA let me give you a warning don't come for me about how God this and the Bible that and and and, and all this other stuff don't don't play with me don't don't come for me with the foolishness and all of this other stuff because I'm giving this show is about my opinion and I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to um, and I'm going to respect you as you respect me um, and so um, okay I see I see I see um, and that's what and that's how we're going to do it that's how we're going to do it but. Um, if you've listened to this show before, you understand uh, my religious background is Baptist and Pentecostal, and I believe in the Bible. I don't care about none of you talking about there wasn't no J back then, so there's no Jesus. I don't want to hear nothing about um, uh, uh, Mr. King James. I don't want to hear none of that stuff. So this discussion is we're going to stay in this little box right where we're at now because there there is a disconnect. And, and um, just because you people people have decided that they're going to scream God, but then twist it around to the, how they want to do it. It just doesn't work that way. It, it doesn't work that way. And so um, let's, let's get on task. So everything that we're going to talk about now is basically is, is specifically based on, but yet again, in some areas loosely based on 
Genesis 3, 14 through 16. I'm not going to read it, but that's where, mo uh, if you want to understand where I'm coming from, when I talk about these, this, uh, especially when it comes down to these black women with their angry, lonely, never going to be with nobody selves. Um, so, and specifically 3 and 16, Genesis 3 and 16. Um, because uh, if you don't believe in the Bible, then I'm not understanding why that particular scripture is coming to pass. Why is that true? So then if you can explain to me why that particular scripture is coming to pass and is true, and yet the Bible is just not, what, then explain that to me. That's all I'm asking. All right. So one of the problems that I wanted that, that uh, and this is going to be more of me just stating points, and I would love for you just to give me your opinion in the comments would be really good. So one of the issues I think with, um, with why, why some black women are telling me they have a problem with black with black men is they uh the overprotection of some black mothers towards their sons. There are some black women who, uh, especially the especially black mothers who have sons when they're very young, um and they and the and the mother and the son actually uh, seem to grow up together. The problem with with some of these some of these mothers, not all, but some of these mothers, is their overprotectiveness and the idea that um, that that is somehow your man. Now you may not say it, but you treat him like it. Y'all have date night. Y'all hang out together. He knows about your life because you you done confided all your your whatever in him. Not even in your mind, understanding that he's not physically, that he's not mentally mature enough to take on your problems. And these, these are the mothers that um, when he does find somebody, if you give him the space to find somebody, these are the mothers that have a problem with the daughter-in-laws. Because I do blame the mothers. I blame the mothers of some of these men because you're the older one. You're the mature one. Obviously, the girl is younger than you because she's marrying your son, unless he's unless she's a cougar. But I blame you. I blame you because you're the older one. You're the mature one. You should know that you need to let go of your son. You should know when to cut the when you when to cut the apron spring, strings. You should understand that once he decides that he wants to marry someone, that you are just you have done what you were supposed to do. And yes, you're his mother. Yes, they're going to respect you. Yes, he still love you. But you're no longer the biggest priority. You're no longer the biggest thing in his life because now he has to start to do what you did. Now he has to take everything that you taught him. And now he has to make uh he has to raise his own family and his children and he has to take what you've taught him and he has to um, bring that all into, into action. And if you didn't teach him anything, that's going to show too. So I think that's one of the big issues is these black mothers that are just overprotective and they think they know what's best for their son, even after their son has come of age to know exactly what's best for them. The other thing um, that I think that is a problem with some of the overprotective mothers is that you 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 are a mother, you're a woman. 
and to go through his entire, just about his entire life without having any mentors in his life is a shame. And you should be ashamed of yourself. He should have some male influence in his life. Whether it be your daddy, one of your brothers, a uncle, a co- hey, they, they listen, now they have clubs and all that stuff. I understand. I listen. I understand how dangerous it is and how scary it is to have your children uh, under the care of somebody else. But you got discernment. You know, you know what woman intuition is. You know who um, would be uh, the best fit to help you raise your son. Because I don't care how strong and independent of a woman you are, you still can't teach no man to be no man. And so I think that's one of the issues also. Is, is we try to be the daddy and the mama instead of being the mama and being strong, but also being strong enough to find or, or, or ask God to bring somebody in your life. You ain't got to marry him to bring somebody in your life to help you with your child. That's what I'm talking about. You can be as strong as you want to. But you have to be strong enough to say, I cannot do all of this. So that's the other problem I think we have. And then the other problem we have is um, on the women's side is feminism. The, the feminist movement. The feminist movement um, in its idea is a great idea. It's, it's a good idea. But when it pertains to black women, we should have um, long ago, we should have broken away from the idea of the feminist movement coming from white women. Because the problem with that is, is that white women had one idea and black women had another idea. I'm a feminist. I believe that women should be paid equally. I believe that women should, if you, whatever job you do, if you do it, you should be paid the same as everybody else on the job. I understand that. I get it. But I don't want to be, I don't want to be like a man. And, and because I like being a woman, I want you to open my door. I want you to give me your jacket when I'm cold. I want you to pay for the dinner. I want you to do all that stuff. So, all this other stuff about um, I don't need you to open my door and I don't come on, man. Y'all listen. There's nothing wrong with being vulnerable and soft and um, and uh, and nurturing. Nothing is wrong with that. And I'm going to say it, but but I'm not going to run. I'm not going to like I said, I'm not going to go down any rabbit holes. But this we this is the same thing we were talking about when we were talking about that being a strong black woman idea and how it has been bastardized by um, by people think it's black women, but it is it's white people because they so stoic. They they their their thing is we don't show no emotion. We don't show when we hurt. We don't. That's not us. Study your history. We've always, hey, Simone, we've always been emotional. We've always been uh, um, uh, people that show how we feel. We've always cried out loud. We've always uh, screamed and yelled and, and, and um, what they call acting unseemly because we, we were in touch with our emotions, always have been. And so 
that's another thing about that. that that's another thing about uh, uh, and black women have, are trying to adapt this idea that um, that we should be emotionalist. That 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 no matter what anybody does to us, we 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 shouldn't say anything. And if we do say something, we have to say it in the in the calmest and the quietest. And honey, hell no. Because if I'm mad, you gonna know, the neighbors gonna know, and your ancestors gonna know. And exactly, we are women, we are we are naturally emotional. And add and add some 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 melanin to that, and you just tripled down on that. You feel me? So so this is that's what I'm talking about. Now I was watching something today, which is what brought about this subject, and um, they, it was it was men and women um, stitching stuff on TikTok, and they were talking about the idea of. Um, a young lady was on there and she was ranting and raving about the fact that there are no good men out there and that um, in, in the entire um, diaspora, there are no good black men out there. And the reason that there are no good men out there is because there are women out there that enable them to cheat on them. There are women out there that enable them to um, make them uh, to be they because women are trying to be their mama. And you and I'm not finna I'm not finna cook for you, especially if I make more money than you. And I'm not and I'm listening to this woman and I'm thinking to myself, you have a platform that probably hundreds of people listen to. Hundreds of people listen to. And you on here spouting foolishness because I do not understand when it became, when it became enslavement, when it became motherly to take care of your own household with your own husband in it. When did it become, I, 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 uh, when did it, when did it become a problem? to cook for your husband, to make sure the clothes was washed, to make sure the house was clean. And, I, and I'm going to get back to this in a minute. I'm, I'm, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm going to get back to it in a minute. There's a there's something I'm going to come back to and I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. That became a problem with modern women. Say it again. That became an issue with modern women. Yes, and that's, that's where we're at. That's where we're at, Fred. Hold on. So, how is taking care of your household being a slave or you're trying to be his mama? Because that's what they say. I'm not raising no man again. Girl, you're just washing the man clothes. How is that raising him? If you... I, she went on and on for almost 15 minutes about the fact that, especially if I make more money than him. So if he makes more money than you, do you still not want to do that? Do you still not want to wash clothes? Do you still not? Because now the excuse becomes, well, I work longer hours than he do. Or now the excuse becomes, so I got these all these kids to take care of. So, ev so for every um, excuse that you have and there's a wall ahead, you just turn around and face the other way and find another excuse. And I'm not, understand I'm not understanding how Good God. taking care of your own household, you're in your own household, is you being a slave or I'm not I'm not finna raise no I'm not finna raise no man because his mama should have did it. 
for 15 minutes, I watched it. I listened to this lady wax stupid. I said it. I'm not taking it. She waxed stupid. And she, you know what she was doing? Laying on that bed? She was laying on that bed by herself. Because I know it wasn't no book in the background saying, you better speak, honey. Oh boy. And she said, she said, this is what she said. And y'all know I hate when they say this. This is why I choose to be alone. No heifer. You did not choose to be alone. Nobody don't want to be with you. Nobody want to be with you. Except the ugly dog and that pointy headed child who you don't know who his daddy is. Nobody want to be with you. Because they tired of hearing you with your angry self. Now, there are angry black women. I don't think that um, black women are angry because people following them around the stove. I don't think Karens are the reason why we angry. That's not why we angry. A lot of y'all angry because y'all need some penis. And you can't get none because nobody don't want to be with you. And they definitely don't want to have no children with you because you can't do that. You can't do this. Stop doing this. <laughs> Nobody want to be with somebody and all they do is talk about how great they are and how worthy they are and how they is the got doggone table. <laughs> Back to that again. Eh? Because this is the thing. This is the thing that they, they just pride themselves on. They pride themselves on this idea that I'm strong and I'm independent, but let me, let me, let's flip that over to the other side of the coin. You, you, you're weak and you're lonely. And if you don't stop buying Hagen Doss as much as you do, you, they gonna tell you to buy stock in the company. But the funny part about it is, Bobby, you can't, you can't tell, you can't tell those women that 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 they're not that they're not strong. But and this is the independent. thing, you can't it, tell it, them that. It ain't the point of telling them. It's the point that they're gonna realize it when they when when the when that when the ass they bought in Brazil drop, the boobs go to the other side because now they've done poison them. And you sitting in the bed, and you don't because you don't have so many lace fronts, and you ain't got it ain't that you ain't got no edges, is you ain't got nothing up there scratching your head and and rubbing on the dog because the child you had done been left you because they tired of you too, and you sitting in the middle of the bed by yourself eating the sixteenth bucket of hogan dosh you had since the other day by yourself because you're gonna you're gonna be alone, you're going to be alone. With that beautiful house and those red bottoms and all those shoes and that makeup that's going to beat your face, you going to be alone. Because all a man want, and I'm telling you this is what he want, all a man want is peace. And if he can't get it from you, he going to get it from whoever give it to him. And I don't care if it's, and that's whatever color she is. He, wherever a man can find peace, and I'll tell you this, and I mean what I say, even if it's in the arms of another nigga, wherever a man can find peace, he gonna find peace. Now you wondering why he left you for Tyrone. Because Tyrone wash his clothes and cook his food <coughs> and clean the house. That's the truth. And you can't stop being the table and bougie because you making 120, 30,000 to $140,000, $400,000 a year, whatever. You can't stop being that long enough to go home and cook a meal. What is wrong with you? You ain't hungry. 
You can't wash the clothes. Your clothes don't get dirty. You can't. You can't sweep the floor. You dropped Cheerios on that other day too. What the heck is wrong with y'all? That you think that 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 it has become it has is a time now where God because that oh that's what kills me, God. You 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 y'all y'all trying to make it seem like God is the one that's leading y'all down this path of um oh he done separated me Charlie everybody separated you from nothing and you ain't grown away from nobody them niggas ran they cut and they ran and that's why you by yourself. Let me let me move on to my next point. <laughs> so, so and like I said, this is a time where we tote God's name, but then we take His word and we 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 shimmy it a little bit. And and, and listen, and especially black folks with this thing y'all doing right now, y'all doing the same thing white folks did to keep us in the slavery. Y'all fixing that word around so that it fix your narrative. And as long as it fits into your narrative, then that's what you're gonna do. And it, and it just doesn't work like that because when something is right, when something is true, it stands on its own. It doesn't need to be explained. It doesn't have to. You don't have to go into this long explanation. You don't have to. Um. Well, what had happened was you ain't got to do none of that because the truth stands on its own, and it doesn't change. It just doesn't. So, well, this is the question I have. So I want you to answer Simone and Tara and, and, and Fred, you answer while they're trying to type it in. Of course. When it comes down to the black men, do you want a woman who can keep up with you? Don't do you do you want a woman that can keep up with you intellectually, spiritually, and psychologically? I just all those are, is that the kind of woman that you want? Or do you want a woman who is so submissive that every that she like that girl from coming to America and all she says is whatever you like? Nah, I, I, so for me, <clears throat> I'm a decent, I, I want somebody, and I'm with somebody that challenge that challenges me intellectually, that challenges me spiritually, that challenges me um, that challenges me in those ways. You know, why would I want somebody to be? I mean, submissive, like because I don't want nobody that's gonna be at my beck and call. That's that to me. That's akin to. That's a clean, that's akin to indentured servitude, and that's not and I, and I and I don't rock. I can't. I don't rock. I don't rock like that. The person that I'm with now, encourage you know, encourages me. Um, she we have we have we have great conversations and great stimulating conversations. Um, it's we support each other. We we give each other harsh truths, even if it, even if it's even if, even if we know it's going to be something that's hurtful. So, I mean, to have somebody that's going to be completely subservient is is literally folly because I mean, why would I want somebody that's going to be at my beck and call? That's that's not that's not that don't help me. That doesn't help me in any way shape or form and damn sure doesn't help her. So, I have the, the relationship um that I want to pattern. I don't want, that's not my goal. Their relationship is not my goal because I know some of the things they went through to be in the kind of relationship they have. But 
the one that I want to use as an outline is my apostle's relationship. And the reason I say that is because I watch her be one thing and then take that thing off to be right. what she has to be at home. At, at church, she is the founder of that church. She's the founder. God gave her the vision and she's the founder at that church. Her husband is the deacon. When we get, when she comes out of that pulpit and when we leave the grounds of that church, she becomes his wife. And you can almost see her unzip the apostle off and be, and become his wife. She doesn't, she looks taller and more fair and vibrant as the apostle because of the anointing in her. But as his wife, your shine doesn't diminish is not what I'm saying, but her, her, you can, you can watch her spirit step back to give him his space. And it's not giving, but it's not given begrudgingly It's not given um, hesitantly is given out of respect for him as a man and the reason she gives him that respect because he's always been a man to her and her children you understand what i'm saying so understand and be very clear on what i'm saying to you because there's no need to give respect to somebody just because they got a penis and some and and some and some and some gonads because so does a dog what i'm saying to you is if you're going to follow someone Make sure that they have already shown you that they are that man beyond the biological uh, features of being a man. They have shown you that they are a man in the sense that they take care of their family, that they make sure that they're, everybody is secure. I always um, think of it as an as a umbrella. And God is that umbrella and the man holds onto that umbrella and everything under that umbrella that looks like him and has his last name that he has created and he has started off with and all of this other stuff that he is the one that keeps them dry and he makes them sure they're dry. If you go from under that umbrella and, and leave from under his care without his permission, that's on you. But I've always thought about it just like that. You're the man, you're the matrix, dear. I don't know nothing about the Matrix, I guess. I don't know what that is. But um, what that mean? Fred. Can Fred hear me? I think Fred froze. I don't know what the Matrix is. Okay, so um, um, Tara, can y'all still hear me? Can anybody still hear me? It's raining over here really bad. So can everybody hear me? I'm not sure if I'm still on the air or not, but we're going to keep going just because, yeah, it's been 35 minutes. So um, I was waiting to see. Oh, hello. Um, hey. Hey. Um, yeah, we're having some technical difficulty just a uh, little bit. Um, yeah, Fred did freeze. Okay. So the question I just asked, which is what I want. Hey, baby. Um, which is what I want y'all to answer. Um, Latanya. um is that I'm just gonna say Lane because I hate I would hate to mess up your la- your name. Is it Chira? Uh, I hate mess it Lane. Lane and Te- um, Latanya. Listen, the question is this: Wouldn't you want to have a partner that is your intellectuals and spiritual and um, just your equal all the way across the board? 
And does it matter if they, who makes the most money if you are compatible in those ways? That's my question. And while y'all typing that in, I want y'all to talk to me. So while y'all typing that in, that's the question I have for you. Because everybody talking about God is is separating me from people and and um and uh, I know my worth and, and I'm the table and all this other crazy stuff that's coming out now and you alone. Because if you was that valuable, everybody would want to be with you. Everybody would, uh, every man would want you if you was that valuable. But you by yourself. And you mean to tell me? Okay, here we go. I'm gonna read what I'm gonna I'm gonna read what Lane said. Lane said they got to be a hundred percent, no fifty. Girl, Lane, what a usher! You better preach. I say this all the time. They got to be a hundred percent, no fifty-fifty. Because who wants half of a half? I want a fifty-fifty person. So, like you said, standing on the um, standing on on the umbrella, he will cover me, and anything else, he will cover me. So, if you step from from up under it, and umbrella, of course, you're gonna get rain. Man, I love you, Lane. Exactly. This is what we talk about on this show all the time. That's layered. I'm not sure if compatibility means equal in all areas. I think we both I think we both will have leverage in some areas. I think and, and, let me let me think about that for a second. I think that the word leverage might be it, it, in my opinion, I'm thinking that the word leverage it might be the wrong answer. I think that what you're trying, I think what you're saying when you say leverage, I think what you're saying when you say leverage is that some that one person is stronger in one area than the other. But this, but then that's what that's what we're meant for. That's what a virtuous woman is. Whatever he's lacking, wherever he's weak, then we're there to hold that up. Because, I mean, God, of course, God is there for all of us. In our weakest moment, God is strong. But when we're talking about physically on this earth, when, wherever a man is, is not, maybe he's not good at communicating with the children. That's what the wife and the mother steps in for. Maybe he's not good with the money and the bills. That's what your job is. Your job is I'm better with money than he is. And if he's a strong man, then he will, he will, he will, uh, he will, he will, um, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know sometimes I miss words. If he is a strong man, then he will take advantage of that and he will use that to, to, the, to, to, the, to the betterment of your entire family. There are some things I have more knowledge in and vice versa, but he is my God. He is exactly, you said, okay, I'm, you, you came back and said exactly what I, what I knew with that. What, what you, I figured that's what you meant. As in knowledge, yes, ma'am. Leverage is too much. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. You, you were right. Leverage is the word you use, and I get why you used it. But I, I, um, I just wanted to, to soften the word a little bit because some people take things literal, and whoever's listening to this, I want them to understand that you, you said leverage, and, and, but what you, what, and you, I'm glad you explained yourself. But what it is, is, is that we, we, that wherever you're that's what being in a relationship is about where you weak at i'm I, i'm gonna be strong that's what i think that's also what they mean by when they say opposites of try it's not exactly that we're opposite is that i'm i'm better at uh because my god mama you know cooks and she does very well but when when it's certain things that that her husband can cook better than her this is just an example. He does that. When it's time for grits and fish, he do it. When it's time for collard greens and all that, she do it. 
when it's time for the, for to do her crab legs and all that or her crabs, he do it. But when it's time for her, for whatever else they're going to do, she do it. And so when you yin and yang like that, oh, my God, perfection. And but you think you're going to learn that overnight, which is let me get to my other point, because this is where I'm coming from. Oh, yeah. Um, Latanya, the scriptures that I'm coming from, you and Lane um, base is loosely based on these on this scripture. But it's also going to hit this scripture every now and then is um, Genesis three, Genesis chapter three. Uh, 14 through 16. Um, so if you want to go back to that, that's this is where we're coming from, why I'm on this subject and why we're talking about the disconnection between God and, and black men and black women. And we already established that we know that slavery was a big part of that disconnect, but also the feminist movement was also a big disconnect because of how white women use black women to help them march and make their point and then just left us on the wayside for us to try to figure everything else out. But we'll get that's a whole nother subject or whatever. But those are what dumb thing. Then one of the other things I talked about was the overprotection of mothers, of of some black mothers, because they decide that their son that they had is gonna be their new man. And they, 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 and uh, if they, if he ever decides to find somebody, she's not gonna like nobody. Like she want to marry him, or she not nobody good enough for him except her. So yeah, that was another thing that we talked about. Um, and we're not even gonna get into the emasculation of men. That that was a whole three hour show almost one time. We we're not even gonna get in, but we understand that the emasculation of black men by um, not only by um, by the uh, by white folks. But the emasculation of, of men um, perpetuated by these mothers that smother these young boys. Um, so that's a whole nother uh, thing that I wanted to get into. But that the, the answer to that question, y'all did a good job. So um, here we go. It says, but I'm wondering if the equal means we are the same in all areas. My honey and I are not. No, 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 no. When I talk about um, uh, 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 100 and 100, we're talking about 100 and 100 percent of you as you and him being 100 percent as him as him you understand he is a hundred percent who he is you're not trying to change him you don't want him to if he likes wearing cargo shorts to church you're gonna let him wear cargo shorts to church you're gonna buy him a couple of pair of them because that's what he like and and if you and, and and he don't like you wearing um halter tops but he buy you a couple of them because he know you like halter tops because you're a hundred percent you that's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean when I talk when I'm talking about equal across the board. I am a hundred percent me. You are a hundred percent me. But man, when we get together, we are a hundred percent. And they said, "Well, that the math don't add up," but it do. But it do because you're a hundred percent of you. I'm a hundred percent of me. And then when we get together, we are one hundred percent a unit of marriage. That's what I'm talking about. Um, that's why you are auntie and I am not girl shut up <laughs> but that's not equal it's compatible right <laughs> I don't I, I don't know if it's compatible because compatible you can be compatible with a lot of people you really can Um, but when you're talking about marriage I don't think it's just compatibility because you can be compatible with somebody and can't stand to be in the same room with them. I think that is, it, and it's not just chemistry either. It, it has to be God. People stay married for a long time and they give all of these reasons why they, they talk about communication and uh, 
but it's got to be God. Because if you, you're, the experiences that you have before you become one person are not the same experiences. Because one is feminine and one is male. That's first. Second, y'all didn't grow up in the same house. And third, one had siblings, one did. So it's all this different stuff. It, it's all God. I'm t- even people who talk about they don't know, it's all God. Because you can be compatible and, and can't stand the other person on any other level. So I don't think it's compatibility. I think it's God. I think it is. It, it, it's yes, it's chemistry. But I also think when you talk about chemistry, it's not just communication. I think it's a, 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 a I think it's a body kind of chemistry. I think that there is a, a mixture of your chemistry that goes upon. You ever see two people that have been together so long, they actually look like each other. Why would that not be so if this man is entering your body and you're allowing him to enter your body and he's depositing himself into you and you're giving yourself to him? Why would you not after a while start looking like each other? Man, I'm sorry I had to pause for a minute because that wasn't, I don't know where that came from. Wow. Why? Because I think that there's more than just this um, communication. I think that there's a, when you meet the person that God has for you and who, who, who he ordained for you, there is a, uh, a chemical thing that comes together. And I think that's, that might be one of the reasons why it's so hard for some people to separate from other people. Because chemically, we are balanced together. Man, that's that's good. We gonna have to uh, y'all have to remind me in the other in the other group that we have to talk about that because we I I, I we I think we just well, I think we just hit on something, Latonya. That that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. So why does I, I, I let me let me let me skip over that part because y'all don't got me somewhere else. Um. So. When did um, taking care of your house, washing clothes, washing dishes, cooking food, all of this other stuff, um, even having sex with your husband, even having sex, all that. When did when did that become? I'm not going to be his mama. His mama should have raised him. When did that become that? When did we confuse taking care of our household and making sure that the um, the 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 strong man? in the house is um, able to do what, what he needs to do in peace. When did that become a, a, a bad thing? When did we decide that we weren't going to be his peace, but that we were going to be just a nag? When did we decide that our peace as an individual was more important than the peace of you and the peace that you could give to someone else? And let's, let's be clear. That question is not for just married people. I'm talking about when did your personal peace become more important than the peace you could give to another person in their time of need? Exactly, Tara. They don't want to put in the work because it's work, honey, to be somebody's peace. It's work. 
to be to be somebody's peace and then you have the children and then you're probably working and i get it i get it but if you go about it in a way that is uh because we're we're built for this honey we are built for this we got hips we built for it we got strong shoulders we built for it we have ample breasts we are built for it do you understand me this melanin is not just because it's pretty and brown we soak up the rays of the sun and we are built to last. Duracell ain't got nothing on no black woman. You feel me? Man, listen. Don't even get me started on, 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 on us. We're built for this. Not just physically, but we are mentally built to carry the weight of, the, of what a lot of these newfangled women don't want to carry. You know why? Because they had they're born from these young mothers. And so let's start with the young girls first. Your mama 25. Your grandmama in her 30s or 40s. Your great grandmama is in her 50s or 60s, but she tired. You know why? Because you don't took all the grandchildren over there. So you ain't learning nothing. You ain't standing in the kitchen trying to figure out how she make her collard greens taste like that. You're not asking her no questions about how she kept your granddaddy for so long. You ain't asking nothing. You ain't learning nothing because you're too busy at the club because you're living your life like the La Vida Loca because your mama or your grandmama is raising your children. That's all I'm saying. So, when did your peace with your selfish self become more important than the peace that you could give a man or children if you had children with them. Because we selfish. We 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 selfish. We we as women, we have become selfish and we have uh, dismissed black men as being babies and wanting to be babied and wanted nobody want them men don't want to be baby. Them tell you what men want, and I might be wrong, and I might be in the wrong order. You know what they want? They want something good to eat, some good coochie and peace. Everything else that falls beyond that, that's fine. The car, a nice car, oh, that's good. A nice house, oh, that's great. We got that. Because if you give him those three things, everything I just mentioned after that, you have. His check will go into your bank account. If you give him those three things, not necessarily in that order all the time. But you can't do that because you're selfish. Because you don't listen to white folks and how white women don't talk about their husbands with this, that, and the other. And you don't forgot that our men don't go through what white men go through. Our men go through things that, that white men will never understand. And for these black women who talk about I work hard as he do, and all, honey, shut up and take several seats. As a matter of fact, don't even sit in no chair, just sit on the floor. Because you sound stupid. The generational curses that most men and women, don't get, me don't get it twisted, but right now I'm talking about men. The generational curses that most men, most black men have to fight their way through is unfathomable to me. And for you to say that you get it, you 
where did you learn? Where, tell somebody tell me how you get it. The generational curses that black women have to fight through is unfathomable to women who were born after the nineteen after the nineteen ninety nine two thousand. I'll be I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and I'll give them up to two thousand and ten. And I'm pushing it on that. I'm pushing it on that. Because and then and then I'm not pushing it because this these ideas did not come until about two two or three years ago. The push for black men to be um, as feminine as possible, so that white women and white men and uh, could be could feel more comfortable. About two about two three years ago, about right at the right at the beginning of two two thousand uh, about two thousand twenty one, two uh, two thousand twenty. About 2020, after we after Barack Obama left, then all of us, uh, the the uh, Barack scared them, and he wanted to, he seemed like he wanted the nicest black men you ever could meet, but he scared them, and so then black men had to become uh, softer and more feminine so that they could be more comfortable, and instead of women uh, rallying around these men, they made them their girlfriend to go shopping with. Tell me I'm lying. Instead of black, instead of women rallying around these men and 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 um letting them know that you don't have to be like that, you don't have to wear no dress, you don't have to wear fingernail polish, because this new thing with niggas wearing fingernail polish is got, that got me thrown. I, I'm not talking about clear polish because I think men should take care of their hands and all. I'm talking about fingernail polish. Like this. I'm thrown. Anyway. Instead of us rallying around these young boys and finding mentors for them, we decided that we would start calling them bitches and then they would be our best friends to go shopping with and to the club with, wearing the same outfits. Talk to me, Fred, because I see your lip. Come on. <laughs> what can I say? What What is there to say? I mean, I get when we're, when we're talking about Go ahead, Lane. You're right. Go ahead. Keep talking, Fred. I'm just telling Lane she is absolutely right. When we're talking about connections and disconnections, it goes it really goes back to like where it's the where it starts at, at at its base. Just the interaction between men, between black men, between black men and black women. That it goes back to that interaction. Mm -hmm. It goes back to that basic part of communicating or even talking to each other i mean if so like if i'm talking if i'm talking to somebody if i'm if if i'm in if i'm being in some sort of relationship or want to pursue a relationship with someone um i mean my first question to you as a woman should not be can i have some pussy and your first question to me as a man should not be how much money is in my pocket because and i put this on facebook i posted this on facebook a while back the and ladies, 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 I I really want y'all to hear me when I say this, because as much as you don't believe, as much as some of y'all don't believe this is true, it's a hundred percent true with 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 the majority with, with the majority of men, and I'm not talking about and because all because and and I'm gonna I'm gonna bust y'all bubble, and y'all ain't gonna like that. So 
like I said before, a woman's a woman's I should never expect a woman's question to me instead of how much money, how many zeros are in my bank account or how much money in my pockets, in my pockets. Number one, I'm not I'm not counting your pockets, so I count mine. But the thing that I want, the thing that I want to the point that I want to bring home with this, bring home is this. All y'all women that say that they say y'all want a quote unquote high value man. And I put that in quotation marks because, yeah, y'all looking at it the wrong way. A high value man is way has is way is more than just the zeros that adorn his bank account. It's way more is way more than just the type of car, the type of car he may he he may he may or may not drive. It's more than the jewels that may adorn the jewels that may adorn his wrist or his neck or or the watch that he wears or the the clothes that he wears and things of that nature. All those things I just mentioned, all those are esoteric. All those are exoteric. All those things are outside. You want you want you want to know you want to know the true value of a man. You want to know a true value of a man, or you want to you want to judge you want to quote unquote judge the true value of a man. Ask him ask him what his ethos is. Ask him what his values are. Ask him, ask him who, ask him who he values. Ask him what he, ask him what he values. Ask, ask him what, ask him what's important to him. Ask him what his hopes and his dreams and his aspirations are. Ask him, ask him what, what is he, what is he, what is he looking to do with himself? Ask him what is he, how is he planning on moving forward in, in, in certain avenues in his life? Ask him where he is in his life. And also number, and also last but most definitely not least, Ask him, ask him where, ask him how and where, ask him how he is or where he is emotionally and mentally. Y'all are, y'all looking at, y'all looking at bank accounts, y'all looking at jewels, y'all looking at what's around this dude, what's around a neck and all these things of that nature. Physical looks are, physical looks are also a good, also something that's cool too. However, and I'm telling y'all, y'all ladies about to be mad at me, but that's cool. And I'm all right with that, but. Y'all look, y'all, the way y'all, the way y'all be looking at, the way y'all, the way y'all, some of y'all be looking at dudes is the wrong way. And y'all, and, and that's not, and I'm going to say personally, that's not cool. Because I want to, I want to, I want to say this, that, um, the only, only, the only women or ladies, like you like to call ladies that would be upset with that particular, um, but those particular statements would be ladies who are not being honest with themselves. Because I think that everything you just said is absolutely true. Um, it, it is not. And, 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 and the funny thing is, it's not, it's, it's, it's such a large majority of women who, um, uh, who, who only value a man, um, value a man by how much he how much he is valued in the bank or how much money he's worth and we and and so i don't think i think if anybody is mad that they would they would have to sit down and have a real honest conversation with themselves so but this not, is what i want but they not and the reason but i mean you... that, but that's but that this is the thing and uh it doesn't really matter one way or the other because you know who you are. You understand it, it. I am learning, and I have. This is so hard for me to learn. I am learning that no matter how much 
I try to tell people or, or give them the truth about whatever, they're either going to accept it or they're not. And, I, and I'm cool with that. And I'm right. so cool with that. I'm so cool with that. However, to those who think that is that those things are important, and Miss Sherry, that you bring, that's an excellent point. To those women, to those women, and it's and it's not it's younger women and middle-aged women, and then some old some of the a lot of the older women don't even don't even look don't even look at it like that. They don't even look at it in that aspect because right. they've they've they're experienced enough to know what's up. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of the, a lot of the younger and the more and the more and some of the middle, some of the more middle-aged women look at that in that aspect, and and that's that is some, excuse my friends, that is bullshit rhetoric that needs to that needs to take a, that needs to take several seats. Yeah, but because, this is this is this is the thing. This is the thing, Fred, because it's two different problems that we got going on. Right. First, we got the young girls who ain't gonna do nothing. They, 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 cause all they, all it is is forty dollars crab legs in the club. That's it. Bro. But then the, you have a problem with some of the older women my age in their fifties and their late forties. Then you know what the problem with them is? They all mad. They angry, and they upset because they, they that age and they still haven't gotten married to anybody from from New Edition. So that you, sound like a that sound like a them problem. <laughs> listen, you have you have the younger girls who ain't gonna do what you what what men want them to do, which is give them peace and give them a meal and give them some good cooch. Oh, you know you have them, and then you have the older women who just angry. They just mad. Well, see the the thing with the young was a lot of this, and I'm not gonna say all of the younger women. I'll say some of them. Then would them want to give up give up be be and be quote unquote submissive or quote unquote subservient and want to give a guy want to give a man peace it, it, that comes at a cost of their independence that comes at a cost of them being a quote unquote bad but bitch or a boss bitch it should but, not but that but that's their mentality though Bobby that, that would be the mentality to, to to be the listen you worried about what you're gonna give up but do you understand what you gain when you give the right man peace do you understand the 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 the, the 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 riches that you gain, the security that you gain when you and I'm not I'm I'm just I'm talking to whoever young on help somebody hear it. Do you understand what you gain from the right man when you give him peace when he come when 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 he man you don't understand mm-hmm. what but the the future of of what you 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 missing out you you, really you missing that, out. But do you honestly think that? Some of those women are looking at it from that perspective. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Because no, because if, I, if they were, we wouldn't be having this conversation True. again because we've had it before. So yeah. here we go. This is this is what this is. Let me let me get to these points before uh, my my time run up. So, <laughs> um, so we talked about putting in the work, and putting in the work starts with conversations and i think that a lot of times we so focused on his green eyes and he got wavy hair and, oh, and, and you feel me like he, the green eyes the wavy hair the big penis the little one some people like him little i don't know the, you know the clothes he wear in the oh car and the house and all that other stuff that we forget to have the important conversations and the important conversations involve talk to this man about his past 
Ask him about his childhood. Ask him about his people. Because when you miss that conversation, you're going to wonder why little Junior licked paint. And it, listen, did you wonder why that child crazy? Because you ain't asked this boy. You ain't told. You ain't talked to this boy about nothing. Men, the same. You ain't asked that girl nothing about her past. And you wondering why your children like to um to, to sit in the corner and bang their hand up or their head up against the wall. Because she didn't tell you or he didn't tell you about their three uncles in the back room who your my grandmama didn't want to send off to the institution because she loved her babies. So you that, that is the very first conversation y'all should be having. Y'all should be talking about each other's past. Y'all should be talking about your family and your lineage. And another reason that you should do it is because you need to make sure you're not marrying your cousin. Exactly, Tara. You need to talk about your family, your past, your cousins. Take them to the god dog on family reunion. Show them some family photos. Because you're going to turn around here and you're going to marry your cousin here. Because it's been, it's been happening a lot lately. I think it was a brother and sister that uh, Lane, I'm not playing. I'm dead serious. One boy done, mar done had married his sister and had a baby. Because they didn't know that her daddy that the um he didn't know that his daddy cheated. Now you go to the family reunion and all them your cousins and his cousins too. Talk to these people. That's all I'm saying. The next thing y'all should talk about, and it don't have to be in this order, it really doesn't, is money. Because money is one of the biggest things that break people up. How are we going to do it? Who makes the most? Who makes the least? How are we going to split it up? Do we have to split it up? Do I just come in to help? Or are we going to do the um, the money 50-50? We're not talking about the relationship. We're talking about the money. There's a difference. Are we going to do the money 50-50? Are you going to do all the bills? Are we going to have how many accounts we're going to have? All this. If you do all this before you get into a committed relationship, you're going to save yourself hell. My boyfriend right now, we talk about all of this stuff. It's sometimes it, it leads to um, me wanting to hang up on him and sometimes he want to walk away from me. But then we turn around and we come back and we start over from the beginning. These conversations are so important and they, and they, and, and they will cause you, they will just cut out a whole bunch of foolishness later on. Because if you don't agree before you get married, then maybe y'all, that's not the, that's not your soulmate. Maybe that's just not the one. Or maybe y'all should wait a little while longer while y'all discuss this some more. Or go to counseling. You ain't got to wait till you get married to go to counseling. Other thing y'all should talk about is location. Now, this don't seem like it, but it is. Where we going to live at? What side of town you want to live in? Do you want to go to another state? I, do you want to leave your people? I, don't, I may not want to leave my people. Talk to these people. The other thing to talk about, like I said, is family. Do you want children? Do you not want children? How many children do you want? Why you feel that way? Have, these are conversations that need to be had before you talking about you committed or before you start posting pictures on Facebook talking about I'm engaged or this is my new man. Yeah, that's why I saw that. No, it wasn't their fault. That's exactly why I saw that. 
Yeah, I get. Yeah, you're right. That's right. That's right. Everybody want to be the boss chick. Everybody want to be the bad chick. Everybody want independence. Everybody all want all that. But I bet your independence will have you sitting in the middle of your bed eating um, ice cream and crying into your um and crying to your best friend on the phone talking about you can't understand why you 62 and you still ain't got no man. Wake it up. <laughs> Wake it up. Wake it up. So that's, that's, those are the things that we're talking about. I got my last one is sex. I wanted to get to that one because y'all know how I go when I talk talking about sex. I get all, I get all off, off track. So y'all pull me back. So Lord. The, the, the conversation that you should be having with your, with anybody that you're interested in and don't have this conversation on no first date. Nobody, nobody want to be this deep. After y'all dated for a while and y'all and y'all slightly got to know each other, then y'all need to have a y'all need to go somewhere where it's just y'all. And then you need to dig deeper into some of those things y'all talked about before. You need to talk about the person's past. You need to talk about money. You need to talk about location and you need to talk about family. Do they want to have one? Do don't they want to have one? I don't want no children. Why you don't want to have you might be um breaking up, you might reach in there and 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 heal them from something that they didn't realize they was hurt from. Now last thing before I get off of here that you need to talk to your person about is sex. Lord. This is the this is the last thing. Now, let's be clear. You should have talked about them the, before the first time you had sex. And the only thing y'all should have talked about is what you like, what you don't like, what he like, or what he don't like. That's all y'all should have talked about. Because anything else beyond that would have just broke. It just breaks the mood. I'm talking from experience, understand? Because I'm one of those talkers. So, but if you're talking about being in a long term committed relationship with this person. You need to know beyond what that person likes. You need to know not only what they like, you need to know why they like it. You need to know where to touch, where not to touch, how you going to do it, why you ain't going to do it this way. What? Because there are some things that some people have stigmas to, especially people who have been physically abused. And you need to have this conversation, whether they are male or female. You need to have this conversation, okay? And this, and it. You need to ask them which side of the bed you like. You like this side of the bed. You think that people don't argue about this stuff once they get married? Oh, honey, these are these are full blown out fights because you think it's simple, but it's not. Nope, not at all. It's not simple because which side of the bed you sleep on is going to turn into a, an argument about something else. And then it'll be about something else. And then you live for that person. And then 15 years later, you tell them and you took my side of the bed anyway. And you're looking at them like they crazy. Because you didn't have the conversation. So. This is what I tell women all the time. you in that bed and y'all and y'all having sex even from the beginning but if y'all gonna get married you have to change this before y'all get married stop screaming at the top of your lungs and telling him and calling him daddy on a position that you don't like because Ooh. 15 years from now he gonna be doing that same move cause he think that's your move that's how I get her and then he gonna wonder why she ain't screaming, why you not screaming no more. And now he gonna think you cheat. 
I'm telling you this from experience. When you in the bed with somebody and y'all having sex, if you have the conversation before you have sex, you ain't got to worry about him putting that in the wrong place and all this other stuff. You ain't got to worry about him touching you the wrong way. You ain't got to worry about him asking you to do all kind of pretzel shapes. You ain't got to worry about you ain't got to worry about him pulling on your weave. You ain't got to worry about none of that. You know he'll know that he can't pull on your weave until two weeks after you get your hair done because you're about to go back and get it done again. You don't do it the day after. But you didn't tell him. Now you done broke up with the nigga because you say he don't listen. Heffa, how he know you? He couldn't pull your weave two weeks after you got until two weeks after you don't pull the weave until two weeks after I get my hair done. Simple conversation. Y'all better stop screaming and yelling and doing all this because you. Oh, I don't want to lose him. I just want him to know. I just want him to think that he that he hit the spot and he ain't hit the spot since 1942. Man. Now y'all have been married 50 years, and you so glad they came out with the rose. You don't know what to do because now you get to finish off in the bathroom. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Because he ain't been he ain't been able to get you there since the first night you told him that he was hitting it and he wasn't. Because you wanted to have green-eyed, curly-haired children to look like... Stop it. Because Man. money and sex is some, two of the biggest reasons that people don't stay together. And, look one, at and one place that you and one place that you can give a man peace is 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 it with with intimacy and sex. That's a, and I'm and I'm and I know a lot of men gonna say no, man. I just like no, you don't. You did not fall in love with that girl. You did not fall in love with her intellect first. You fell in love with her ass and those jeans. Stop it. So, if you, if he, you, and even if you're married now and you've been married for a good long time, you need to sit him down, and y'all need to have a discussion. And if y'all need help with the discussion. I will personally counsel you on that. And I'll tell him how to get to your spot because it has nothing to do with the size of his penis. It has nothing to do with ice cubes rolling down your back. It has nothing to do with porn. It has everything to do with intimacy and conversation, which are synonymous when it comes down to being in a relationship. Because if you only have one, and you don't have the other one, you're never going to get to, you're never going to have that orgasm that you that you think that you should have. Listen, and this is the other thing. I, I'm sorry, y'all. Listen to me. Listen to me, children. The orgasm that you have by yourself, nobody can give you that. Nobody. Because you're doing it. You know what to do to yourself. And you're never going to be able to teach anybody to perfectly do that. So you can rose and, and, and bullet yourself to death and kill your clitoris if you want to. But when you get with another person, it's not going to be that way. And now you mad because he can't get you where the rose can get you. It's not going to happen. That's why you need to keep your hands to yourself. Unless it's a, a state of emergency. And I never by this seen nobody have a state of emergency on masturbation. That you, 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 
it's not an emergency. Keep on, and, and, and this is a thing that I, and this is a scientific fact, look it up. If you continue to have masturbate and just use clitoral stimulation, then it's going to be very hard for you to have an orgasm just from a man going in and out. And if a man continues to masturbate with his hands and only masturbate the very head of his penis, it's going to be very hard for him to have an orgasm without that particular thing. You know why? Because your body gets used to it. I, listen to this. There's one thing they teach you in truck driving, and that is this. Never fall asleep in the driver's, on, on the, in, no, never fall asleep in the, in the driver's seat. Because you never want your body to get to get the understanding that it can actually sleep in that seat. Because once your body knows it can sleep in that seat, because your flesh is slick. Once your body knows it can sleep in that seat, it'll, it's very easy for you to fall asleep while you're driving. I've never fall asleep in my drive. Okay, how sleepy I am. And that is the same way with your body. Once your body get used to doing a certain thing and, and getting especially pleasure, honey. You ever had a hamburger or a taco or anything like that and, and, and you want it and, and you enjoyed it and then you go back the next week thinking you're going to get the same thing and something is off? It ain't going to never be the same way again. You that And that same thing with people with addictions and they get high. You know what they're running after? That very first high. You're never going to get it. You're never going to get that, 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 that euphoric feeling that you got the first time you got high. And so the same way how you feel when you when you masturbating by yourself and that fantasy is going on in your head and it's going when you get with another person, I don't care if you're thinking about the same thing you was when you was by yourself, it's not going to be the same. You can never train anybody to do your body the way you know how to do. They might even do the same things or whatever, but they don't have the passion. And I mean, they don't have the vigor. They don't have the enthusiasm. Like you got the enthusiasm because you know what's about to happen. They just doing it because you told them to do it. So all y'all women out there screaming and yelling because you want him to think he the man and all of that. And then y'all get married and five years later, you still faking that scream and all that. And, and, and then when he finished, you tell him, oh, I guess going to take a shower. And now you're in the bathroom trying to finish yourself off. That's your fault, sis. Because once a man think that he done got your spot, he's the, he's a Fred. I'm sorry. I know I love you, but this is the truth. He not changing it. He not changing it. He already know he done got it. And unless you tell him to do something different, Lord, he's not mercy. going to. Lord have mercy. He's not going to. Once a man know how to fix something and he fix it that way. Then every time somebody asks him how to fix it, he won't tell him that's the same way you fix it. This is how you do the carburetor. This, 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 and this. Two days, two years later, somebody asked him, how do you fix the carburetor? Let me tell you what my dad taught me. This, this, that's how a man is not going to change the way he make a woman moan and scream and all that if you don't tell him to. Because you making all that noise and he swear to God that he has been tearing your back out when the only thing he's been doing is making you... <sighs> I, I just, I, the sex conversation is a conversation that needs to be had. 
it, 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 you, 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 you got to have this conversation and you got to have it in a manner that is not going to make him. You cannot embarrass him because men are sensitive. One, one thing about a man that, that you can't, it's, it's three things. No, wait before, but I think it's just three, but I think it's four that you can't talk about a man about, and he not, and he, and he may not forgive you. You can't talk about his mama. You can't talk about his car. You can't talk about them children, ugly as they may be. And you better not talk about this, his penis. Because it's going to be hard pressed for him to forgive you. Hard pressed. So if you don't have this kind man, Lane, I got to. I got to because the, you got these, and, and then these young girls perpetuate this idea that we need all these gadgets and, and things and all this stuff in the bed. You don't. If you need all them gadgets, something wrong with your stroke game and you need to fix it. And fixing your stroke game don't have nothing to do with your hand. You better watch a movie or watch a film or something because nobody is going to, and, 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 you're not going to be contorting these. Listen, them girls on them porn is skinny, and they've been doing this for they've been doing it for a minute. Your wife or girlfriend at home ain't been to the gym since the early seventies, and you're not going to press on me. I can't. I don't. I don't know what to tell them, Coco. You're not going to bend me into no pretzel. And then you got and then the other thing they got is the bringing other people in the room. Nigga, you can't please me. You want to bring another nigga in? I can't. What is you doing? You ain't please me for real. Why am I going to invite my best friend over here? For her to realize I've been telling her the truth all these years that you suck? I am here by offering classes. Let me help you. I will give free classes to anyone who needs them. And then I'm going to tell you something else. Sexual toys were not meant for single people. They're not meant for single people. Because you use them toys on yourself. And then when you get with another person, like I said before, you expect your orgasms to be that explosive and, and that. And, and it, it is not. It's not. They're meant for married couples. Because you done been with somebody for five, ten years. Yeah, you still love them. Yeah, but that them love handles may be a little three inches bigger than they were two years ago. You feel me? He don't that hair don't lay down like that no more. He don't brush it to the back no more because he's trying to push it up this way. Things change. So you bring a little something in to spice it up. I'll teach that class too. Because they're meant for couples. Y'all got these, I, I, and I, I'm guilty. I sold the, the helping hand to a, plenty of truck drivers. And they probably don't want another woman after they use that little toy thing I gave them. It's a penis sheet sleeve. And it feels just like a woman. That, done ruined, that probably done ruined many a marriage. And then you got the, that rose thing they got. I was selling that too. Listen, 
You can talk about money, the past, location, family, all of that. But if your sex life alone, don't forget, please don't forget, along incompatible in tangent with intimacy, because intimacy and sex are not the same thing. If those two things are lacking, y'all in trouble. Y'all, because you know what you got? You got a roommate. You, you got a roommate. Y'all might as well just be sharing that. I can't quit Lane because they ain't listening. You got a roommate. Because if your partner has no idea what intimacy is and you're unwilling, because now let's go back to the other part. Oh, shit. I don't know what happened, y'all, but she froze up. So somebody might have called her. You muted, friend. Yeah, she froze up, and oh my goodness, some some folks about to be took to school. <laughs> well, they were they was already being taken being taken to school. But man, oh boy, you know what? I ain't gonna look here. Everything that she just mentioned, in addition to what I put in it, put out what I put in there is about love languages. Oh yeah, that's key, man. That's really, really key. Cause uh, yeah, if you don't know your partner's love language, then you might be stuck. So. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is, you know, if y'all didn't learn, y'all y'all gonna learn today. I mean, only thing I can say, well, you know, it's. All those things that she mentioned and all those things that she talked about are extremely key to having a relationship and things of that nature. However, you have to be able, and, and this goes both, this goes both ways. So it doesn't go toward just towards men or just women, women. You have to be willing and able to like to to at least be amenable and at least compromise and stuff like that. Because it does it does take a conversation. It, you know, conversations are required. Those types of conversations are required. And again, like I said, for me, I'm, I'm not going to ask you, can I get can I get some cat? Can I get some? Can I get some box? And you shouldn't be asking me how much money I make either. That's you know, those are two things that should never be asked upon when we first saw when someone's initially speaking with somebody. Period. You know, a woman, a woman should never never the highest quote unquote high value man crap. And I said this earlier, Coco. Isn't ain't predicated on, on ain't predicated on zeros in a bank account? No, it's not. But you have people, especially now, with this quote unquote what they call hybrid dating, whatever this Man. foolishness, is, whatever this foolishness is that they do or trying to do, however you want to put it. Um, they feel like if they don't test the person out that they're with. Man, that there's no need to have the relationship. Man, you don't, don't want to get to know the individual, you want to find out if that part about them is good first, and then if that part about them is good, then I'll get to know you. 
Because then if that's not good, if the sex is going to be a turn on, then there's no need to get to know you. I could ghost you and I could ghost you from the beginning. Turn I can say this. I can say that this is going to be a sex day. Yeah. Just like here, just like Tara said, the Tara Reynolds said, it's a turn off, and it is a turn off, big, big time. The minute you ask me how much money I got in my pocket, yeah, we, I'm done. We done. That we're not even finna have a conversation because I don't. I'm not finna entertain it. Yeah, I mean, I ain't, I ain't gonna tell nobody how much money I make. Yeah, that's that's what what business that are yours? Are we are we getting married? Are we work? Are we building I'm toward that? Say, I'm not gonna tell you what I do. In order to in order to keep me afloat, that's not your business. Yeah, I mean, all you need all you need to know is as the man, you need to be able to keep up. That's word. That's word right there. I mean, that's word. That's, that's it. Because I tell folks, I mean. And we had we had an argument like this. <laughs> well, I won't even say an argument, but it was a conversation on Clubhouse. And I said the exact. And when somebody said high value, you're like y'all, y'all got that all screwed. Y'all got that way screwed up. Right. Y'all got that way. Y'all got that so twisted. It's like it's in knots, and it's in knots right now. So why? So why even talk about that? For me, I want I want to know I want to know who you are. I want to know what makes you tick. What's your what you what you like? What you don't like? what you love what you hate what you you know what's your relationship with your mom like what's your relationship with your daddy like because those things because and, and the thing of it is i expect i expect those same questions to be asked to me you know what you like what you hate what you love what you don't love what what makes you tick what turns you what turns you on what turns you off what angers you what what saddens you what makes you happy where you know what's your what's your what's your look on like what's your ethos what's your pathos What's all the, all that stuff? But you don't have people that want to find it out, and so when they do find it out, when a girl find out that a that a she with a guy who won't even take care of his mom later on, but y'all done been together a year or two, you ain't never go, you never seen this dude go visit his mom. You don't never see him pick up the phone to call his mom unless he wants something from. Him. Wow. That should tell you what he want from you. Yeah. 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 Because a man, a man that reverence his mama, eventually, if y'all been in a relationship long enough, gonna want to take you to meet the mama. Exactly. And then it is the. And then you you'll find out everything that you need to know. When you go sit down to meet that mom. Yep. For sure. For sure. If you ever be with a guy and they don't take you to meet the parents, that ain't your dude. That, mean, that, that means they don't feel like that you it. If they don't feel like you are meeting the family material, you are not it. Man, look. And that's the thing right there. <laughs> that is the thing. So everybody, every man ain't husband material, and every woman ain't wife, ain't wife, ain't wife material. It's called is and you want if you're looking for that, then it's, then you're gonna have to be you're gonna have to use something called discernment. Discernment and conversation. And conversation is part of the discernment. 
How you gonna? Stop. How you gonna? Go ahead. How you gonna put yourself in a situation and you don't know who that person is, or you have no eye, you have no earthly idea who that person is. You know, you 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 don't even you have no clue the, of who who this issue, person. The biggest issue with all of it is stop telling people how to get you. Exactly. If you tell exactly. them how to get you, they'll never really know how to do it. Let them figure that. Let them figure it out. Doing, they only doing what you say. Exactly. Let them figure it out, man. I mean, you you want somebody to decode the matrix? Let them figure that out. They only doing what you say, so they they not doing it because they want to. They doing it to get in good with you because you done gave you done gave them your the playbook of of how to win Fred. Yep. Right? You done gave them the play-by-play play of how to win Fred. So now that you done gave them the play-by-play play of how to win Fred, that's what they're going to play on. Yep. And they go and they, and they go always go to that that's what that one play that get that gets them a touchdown every time. Or that one play that's going to get that's going to get them that defensive stop every time. And, right, Tara. Yep. It is the, the way a man treats his mom is how he going to treat you. Exactly. Exactly. And the funny thing about and the other thing that I that I find is like that is like and I'm and I'm just gonna put this out here because you know there there are like there are so there are men there are there are men out here like me that don't believe that chivalry is dead. That that that, that believe in still and believe in being a gentleman and at all times or who or who try, who try, who who goes out there the way to be a gentleman at all times, you know? Do you mean you still opening doors, sir? Yes, you can. Have, you, you can ask my. You can ask my girlfriend. Do you mean? Do you mean you bring roses when you go out to eat them? Well, now we'll we'll go. We'll I don't do roses. We don't do roses all the time. But I do open doors and I do make sure that she's on the correct side of the street when we're walking. Right. That's right. Yeah. They will know how to play it too, Tara. That's that's what I'm saying. You don't you don't give the person the playbook on how to get you, because when you do that, you really don't know if what they're doing with you is genuine, Man. because you gave them the rule book on how to get you. <clears throat> that's right. And like I said before, it's just like that one that one play on Tech Mobile, that one play on Man that always gets you a touchdown. They'll you they'll they'll spam they'll spam that play every time. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I understand it, Tara. That's what I said. My husband do the same thing. My husband will open doors. He'll come. He put see, me My husband puts me in the car first. And and when I, we would get home and we went grocery shopping, he takes the groceries out before I could get out the car. But he said, uh, You stay right, you stay right here. And he'll go get the stuff out the car. And then get me out the car. <laughs> Every time he leaves my house, he locks me in the house. <laughs> so I'm telling you, man, like it's 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 one of those those situations where you know you know what you're dealing with when you take the time to learn somebody. I did not give him a rule book coming in. I didn't tell him what the only thing I told him in the beginning of us was I don't like a liar. 
If you, lie, if you lie to me, I'm Xing you out just as quick as your name is what it is. Over. That's over. And I, that's the only thing I said from the from the door. I don't like a liar. He asked me, what did I expect? Don't lie. That's all I kept saying. And he was good with that. Someone exactly. asked me if I expect them to open doors every time. Y'all know I said yes, of course. Right. And, and they, shouldn't, they shouldn't even have asked it. Just because they asked you that, that would have been like, really? Should never be a bother. Should never be a bother. Should never, ever be a bother. You know, the funny the thing of it is, I think that, uh, and I, again, I'm saying some, not all, some modern women just think that that somebody be a, a general a guy just being generally nice to you by opening and opening a door for you to allow you to proceed them into a room or into a or into a building is weird. Yeah, because they don't have that. They've never had it. I mean, I know I know some females that ne that's never had that from their fathers. So when you don't have it, when you've never had it, it's weird to you. Man, when look. You, when you come up on something that you've never had, it is weird. You know what I mean? That's just like, but it just like let's let's yes, let's use the love topic for for coincidence. If you've never truly been in love, never really actually experienced love, you don't right. know how to deal with it when you have true love. That's true. That's true. So, oh, oh my God, that's true. So you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the same thing. You don't know how to handle something that you've never had. Look, I'm telling you, the funny thing, and it's oh man, <laughs> and and I tell folks if you if you have someone like that, whether it's male or female, if you got somebody that's that that's you know. That does all the things that you that that you like, and you know doesn't have to don't that you know that that you didn't give that you didn't give the play that you didn't give your playbook to, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they figure they figure they figure the playbook out on their own, and but you they figured the playbook they figured out part of your playbook on your own, but you still scripted new plays, right? You know if that person if that person respects you, they love you, they care about you, they. They generally want you to be the best person that you can be, and this goes on both ends, male and male and female side. But if it's, you got that type of person, better hold, better hold, right. better hold. But one of, one of the things too that you need to think about is just like the topic that Bobby was just touching on before she went froze. Sex is one of them things too. If you oh, get with a if you get a man that ain't never had like actual good sex from somebody. And, and you can bring that to him, same thing, vice versa with a woman, that man or female will be half out their daggone mind. And you talking about don't want you to go nowhere, don't want you to do nothing because of that, just that part alone. That ain't, we ain't going to talk about the rest of the relationship. Just that part will send them crazy. Yeah. So it's, you know, again, it just goes back to if you get something, that you have never had, it ain't going nowhere. Exactly. Because that'd and be the first, that'd be the first thing that you say, but you are also the one that predicates how long it stays. Exactly. Exactly. 
and to and to what and the comment that you mentioned, Miss Tara, you know, you there they um, and I'll say there are guys like me and guys like Coco's husband. There we're we're around, and when we when we try when we try to impart these things to two younger men and i'm not gonna say all i'm not gonna say every young every guy that's younger than me um is not receptive to this because mocha because most are you know and the one and this is the one thing i'll say to you mr R, you know as a as a woman and this goes both ways as a woman you can't you can't teach a you can't teach a young a boy to be a man and as a and me as a man, I can't teach I can't teach a young girl to be a woman. The only thing I can do is teach teach a young girl how to be a woman from my experience of what I of what I think a woman should be, and from what I experience from women. And it's and it goes the same way, you know. It, it and it also goes back to, you know, for me, for me doing being 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 a gentleman was a as a natural transition was a natural transition for me because I saw my father do it, I saw my grandfather do it, I saw my uncles do it, I saw, um, I saw all the men in my family do these do these things, you know, and that was something that naturally that I naturally emulated and naturally rolled with and went with because. And it wasn't because it seemed like the right thing to do. And in my in, now we're now we're talking about a a four a thirteen to fourteen year old mind, who's like who's picking up all picking up on all this stuff and emulating this, you know. And my in my in that young mind, it, it seemed it just seemed like it was the right thing to do. As I got older, and got as I got older and started learn to learn myself more, kept practicing practicing that and kept doing it. It just it didn't it, it, no, it no longer felt like the right thing to do. It just felt like it no longer it it felt like it was the right thing to do, and it continues to feel that way. But it but at this point now, it's just like it's an automatic thing. You know, I don't I do it without thinking, without thinking about it. You know, because again, because I've seen the men in my family do it, and they did it consistently, and they continue to do it consistently. You know. And you're right, Mr. R. Some of the older men don't do it either. But again, it it that is a that is a direct correlation in relation to how they were raised and what they saw. You know what I'm it's saying? Right, yeah, and you're right. You can't. You couldn't teach them how to be men. The only thing, the only thing you could do is to teach them from your experience of your experience from what your experience of men were was or are. You know, we can only teach our kids from the perspective that we know. Everything, everything else is experience. Everything else is experience. And they have to learn to kind of grasp that stuff. It it took a while for me to even kind of put that idea in my in my oldest son's mind because he because he wasn't he wasn't really receptive to that. He, you know, he saw he saw those things and he was like. I don't want to do that. That looks lame. That looks stupid. That that looks like it's just dweeb dweeb behavior. Nah, not dweeb behavior. That's you. That's how. That's how. That's how you treat a woman. You treat you. If you treat your mom, if you treat your mom like trash, you are gonna treat your mom. You are gonna treat any woman that you have like trash. Let's just let's just throw it out there for real. And 
again for me it was it's natural for me because it's because that's part because it's part of my makeup now it's it's not a big thing for me to walk over to a car door and open it or it ain't a big thing for me to open a door in a store or a building and allow and allow a woman and I allow you know my girlfriend or in or a woman a girlfriend and my woman to perceive me walking in or if me and my girlfriend are walking in and to tell her to come on to the opposite side of the opposite side of the sidewalk that I am that I am so that way she's not in the street those that's my my I tell I tell you this this is a funny story my girlfriend always just looks at me funny when I when we walk when we're walking like when we when we're walking and I grab her and I just and I subtly subtly just move her over to the opposite end of the opposite end of the sidewalk where I am so she doesn't so she's not so she's not facing the street and she just looks at me like I was like you know why I did it don't 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 ask you know why I did it and there's something I promise you women do like that because it lets them know that they're, that they're being that they're considered they're cared about and that you consider you consider me it's it brings a message that, that you consider me enough to move me to, to, to let let me proceed in a building before you you thought about me enough to allow me to get in a vehicle but get in a vehicle and you open the door or better yet you have thought of me enough to allow me to walk you to walk me to my vehicle and let me get in the car and then watch and then watch me as I as I drive away. Or even better yet, you know, call to check on me to make sure that I made it home. Mm-hmm. Those things, those things right. mean those, those man, for and for a woman, that's that's the best feeling in the world because it lets them know that they're that they're cared that they're cared about and they're considered. You know, I, I tell my boys, which are my nephews, look, this is what you do, this is what you don't do. What yep. you don't do, don't you ever put your hands on a female. The day you feel like you got to do that, I need you to grab all your belongings and leave. And leave. Get. Because it's not because it ain't worth it. Okay? We're not see, doing that. And see, that's bad. We're that's, we're that's not, bad we're, not, we're, not finna, we're not finna wind up on the first 48. So we, yep. we're not doing that. At the end of yep. the day, you can open your door, open the door for her. You can cater to her all you like, but the day that you feel like it's gonna come down that you finna have to put hand, I need lay to hands everything and get everything get that gone. belongs to you and leave. Get gone because it ain't worth it in the end. Trust me, I'm the voice of experience. I am the voice of experience when it comes to that. You know, if the one thing that I think that a lot of people, a lot of, and this is something I learned just from learning, just learning more about myself and understanding some things about me. You know, you know, a, a man, a man's energy is calm, stoic. Just some, some men, some men's energy are a lot of some men's energy. That was say some men's energy are calm and stoic and just even killed that's to me that's truly the what what to me that's the essence of what i feel a man is a woman a woman i'm not gonna say a woman's energy is chaotic and all that stuff because some women a lot a lot of women that i've been around their energy their energy is just as calm as just as calm 
just as even killed. But it's it's supposed to be like yin and yang balance. Here, this is me. These are all the things that I have. This is you. This is this is where this is where we balance each other out. Okay, I may not be good in this. I may not be good as far as financial finding maintaining financials is concerned. You're better at me than that. That's balance. Or I may not be good as far as you know being able to have a conversation, be a conversational with people. And you are. That's balance. And the one thing that I think that we're we as black men and women are so far gone with is understanding that connections, truly true connections, truly true connections, truly, I won't, I won't even say God-ordained connections, but I'll say true connections that bring about worthwhile, that bring about worthwhile results, marriage, long-term relationships, kids, a great marriage, true connections, those require balance. You have to have that balance if you want if you want things to be the way if you want things to be the way that you that you imagine them to be or that you want them to be. And when there's not when there's no balance or there's disconnection or dysfunction in a relationship. There's issues, there's problems, there are things that's going to happen that. You may not want to happen. Case in point for me. No, there were no balance in, in, in the marriage, in my marriage. Dysfunction. Those things throw everything else out of order. And when you're out of order, things don't work the way they're supposed to work. Things don't, things don't, you know, converge and gel the way they're supposed to because you, because there's dysfunction, there's disconnection, there's, there's imbalance. And the what the I say the worst feeling in it the worst feeling in the world being or being in any type of relationship with some with anyone, whether it's a father whether it's a mother father whether it's a daughter whether it's a a parent a parent child relationship, a um, an intimate relationship with your husband or your wife or some or a boyfriend or a boyfriend or girlfriend or any other type of relationship whether it's a business relationship or intimate. There has to be a semblance of balance into that. When you don't have balance, when you don't have that yin to that yang, or you don't have that hot to that cold, or you don't have that um that day to that night, it is a it produces dysfunction. It produces um dysfunction primarily, but it also produces feelings of you know resent, loneliness, jealousy, all the all these things, all those feel all those things that could tear that that can destroy a connection and i think when we as black men and black women understand that the term balance is integral integral to connections and is integral to maintaining connections when we understand that that balance is is one of the key ingredients is one of the key factors there's no there's no telling how many marriages could be how many marriages could could people how many longer lasting marriages husband and wives could have how many more much more fruitful business relationships people could have could could experience how many how how better a parent child connection would be 
when you understand that there, when you understand you have to have those things, and when you don't have one, the other, or both, it cre- it creates it makes things difficult. It makes things hard to it makes those those waters harder to navigate. And I can't and you and for and for me, that's why I say I I I, I love. I truly do love the person that I'm with because there is, even though we do have our, our, our issue, our, not only say issues, even though we do have our things, we do find, we try to find a way to balance each other out. We do try to find a way to make sure that we're both at a point to where we're okay. You know, I don't want to make. I, I want to make sure that she's that she's okay when I call. You know, ask how your how your day was. I mean, are you all right? Do you need something? Are you are you hurt? Is there anything that I can do to kind of help to help you? And vice versa. Balance, man. It's it's, it's important. You know, you have to have balance. that. You have to. Have, you have to have that balance. Balance is good because I mean, when you don't have balance, and you're you're off. I I call it. How do people say off kilter? Um, Scatterbrain, as, as people would like to use. Um, having a balance is a is a wonderful thing. Oh yeah, because when What's when you off kilter about something, it doesn't make it doesn't make it things easier. You know, no. like I say, I say it all the time. He, my husband, is the humble one. I'm more <laughs> of the I'm the more of uh, I'll snatch you type of person he's and that's the thing that balances balances us out his attitude it takes so much for him to get angry for him to get angry and when he does watch out it's a scary situation um like for real for real for him to raise his voice you it would make you just stop and like turn your head like hold on what's going on or baby who is this guy (laughs) <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying, and I mean, I've had I've had situations where we have been out, and my sisters have stood up and was like, "You sit down," and stood up in front of my husband, and said, "Yo, look, sit let down. me tell you, let me tell you something concerning my brother-in-law. Do not <laughs> make me nope. hurt you, because exactly. he is not that type. He's not that type of person. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you know when you got somebody that's totally you know, yo stilo per se, because I like that's the part that I like about him the most. He he's the one that can calm me down before anybody else can. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? All he gotta do is all he gotta do is do his babes. And I'll stop <laughs> and I'll look up right. and it'll make me stop in mid-sentence if he say it. I'm and that's the way that's the way to get me to calm down and to veer me away from what I'm getting ready to say to hurt whoever feels I'm about to hurt. So, you know, he he has his ways of being able to do what he does. And that's that's the good part about it. Um, and that's something that you want to maintain. You don't ever want to try to change an individual and make them like you. Cause that's not, I don't want him, I don't want him to have my, I don't want him to end up becoming like me. You see what I'm saying? I want him to keep that humble, that gentle part of him because I know that that's a part of him 
that that'll get him far. That that I mean that just that part of who he is, he's not gonna. You're not gonna agitate him. Um, you're you're not gonna agitate him to right. to get him to come off kilter on you. He's not gonna come out his character. Oh no, it's not happening. He ain't coming out of his character. And the and the and the, and the minute he comes and the minute and the minute he comes out of character, it's like like some like somebody dropped a, a nuclear bomb and they're like, oh wait a minute, right? And 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 that's something that'll make me stop the whole thing. You yep. what? The hold up before he come up out of his character, it's gonna be me. Exactly. Because that's, that's my norm. You know what I mean? I I will come to you and hurt your feelings in a blink of an eye. And they'll tell you, I will allow him to come off on you. Yeah. Like that. You rather like you, know you rather you rather have me than deal with him. Right. But yeah, man, it's balance is key man balance is key so is our is our is our good friend coming back or she just had she just had technical I don't know. I'm, I'm, that's what i'm doing i'm sitting over here trying to message her now um because i don't know i don't know what happened i don't know if her phone just died on her or what right. took place so i was trying to send her a message to find out really right well you know I mean, she normally it, this will be the time that she's about to end it anyway. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, so, I guess I'm. I, re, I well, you know, I, I really hope that you know that we, myself, Bobby, and 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 Coco, we were able to kind of at least throw some, you know, throw some, throw some, get the, get some, get your get your mind, get your mind, get the wheels in your mind to thinking, you know, to grease those cogs in your brain to understand, understand, you know, connection and disconnection, you know. It's it's important to understand. It's a, just as important it is to understand what connects you. It is also it's also important to understand what disconnects you. Yep. Because when when you understand those things, you have a better you you have a better understanding of where you are in your relationship. You know, and it me it. The one thing you know, Bobby said, you know, sex is sex is one of those things that that is key and that's important. And when we don't, when we don't, when you don't have those things, it makes things kind of difficult, makes things kind of makes things horrible. Um, when you understand, when you understand that communication means communication is more than just you two just exchange exchanging words with each other. It's understanding everything at its everything, everything about the other person. And just like Coco said, you know, you don't want no, you don't want to give anybody, you don't want to give, you don't want to get up, get nobody the keys to the castle or give it, give someone your, give somebody your playbook. Because like I mentioned earlier, the minute you get somebody, give, give somebody your playbook, they're going to, they're going to find, they're going to find that money play and they're going to spam, they're going to spam it. It's a, real communication starts with understanding each other. It shouldn't come off as it shouldn't come off as disgenuine. It shouldn't come off as um, arrogant or haughty. It should come from a good from a place of just 
general curiosity and wanting to know who that individual is and, and wanting to have a connection with that person, a real connection. I mean, sex, I mean, sex is a connection because it, sex is a connection and it's and, and it's one that i think we you we we as human beings equate sex for love and or something like that and it's a connection and it's an important connection but communication but talking is a connection as well talking is talking with each other isn't even it's even a deeper community a deeper connection because now you can now you know now you try to now you want to know about this person in in their most intimate in the most most vulnerable states you know connections connections mean everything when those connections are severed when those connections are interrupted when those connections are disrupted and i think where i think and i think all of us are adult enough to know what i mean by interrupted disrupted and discontinued when all when all those when those connections are are removed it creates it creates a rift it creates a creates a bit of creates a huge rift that some that some relationships and some people never can never ever pull back together or they can never ever put it to the point to where it can be repaired You know, and again, it it falls back to who we falls back to us as black men and women because we don't because we don't connect. We do not connect with each other. We refuse to we refuse to try to connect with each other on intimate levels because we're too busy trying to we're too busy saying that, um, well, I'm an alpha male and everybody else is a beta male or I'm a boss chick and everybody else ain't a boss chick or I'm a bad chick and everybody else ain't a bad chick. And if you want, so if you want to be with me, then this, these are the requirements that you have to have and all this other stuff. Okay. It's okay to have requirements. It's okay to have, it's okay to have requirements. It's okay to have standards. Cool with that. But outlandish requirements and outlandish standards. Yeah, that don't mix. But I hope y'all really, I hope y'all learn something. Or at least got some, got some good information from what we were talking about tonight. Um, I will say this before we before we shut it before we shut it down for the evening. Um, balance is key. When you don't when you don't have balance, it, it you literally don't have anything. So, with that being said, I want you guys I want you guys to continue to follow us on social media, um, our YouTube channel. Please, I don't, I don't, please please make sure you guys subscribe. To our YouTube channel, I want I, I want to get I want to get our subscribers up from where from where they are and get them get them higher get them higher. So follow us on our YouTube channel at Trailblazers Radio. Um, follow us on Facebook at Trailblazers Radio. Follow us on Instagram at Trailblazers Radio. Follow us on Twitter and on LinkedIn at Trailblazers Radio. Man, and make sure you make sure you following the whole make make sure you following the host man. Um, myself, Bobby Coco Quint. Make sure you following us on social media. Um. Uh, we're make sure you following us on social media make sure that you know that you that you tap that you tap in with us and communicate with us uh we got some great things coming down the we're coming down the pike man and i want you guys i want you guys to be a part of that um our two-year anniversary is coming up in october um 
October 14th, we celebrate two years of being a being a podcast entity. Um, so we're going to have a show um, that for that uh, the proceeding that Thursday on the 13th. And we're going to we're and we're asking that on we're asking that anybody who's been a guest on this platform. If you guys want to come on board, just come on, come on in and chat with us for a little bit, even as even as for like five seconds or maybe like a couple of minutes. Just come on and chat with us, man. We 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 most definitely would appreciate you coming in and celebrating two years with us, man. Um, I personally I just personally want to thank all of our guests um who have come who have grace who have graced this um this 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 platform um not only not only do not and I, I, I gotta most definitely tip my hat off and give you guys your flowers because you have blessed us not only with great content but you also blessed us you bless us with the entity of you your your stories your books your your businesses your visions you bless us with those. You bless us with those things, and you and there could have been any other place that you guys could have went to do that, but you came to us, and I personally am appreciative of that. So I think so. I thank you guys for that. So I thank all of, all of our guests for that. Um, to our listeners, to our listeners, and our follow and our followers and our viewers, thank you for tuning in. With tuning in and keeping your ears to the ground with us, you guys could have been anywhere else, but you guys continue to rock out with us, and I am appreciative of that. Thank you so much again. Thank you so much. Um, so, before we bounce out of here, a um, couple of announcements. Um, one announcement. Um, one announcement. Um, make sure you guys. I'm going to be part of a, the unapologetically free virtual experience um that is going to be september 15th the tickets are free i'm actually going to put a uh put this put this in our in the in our chat so you guys so if you guys want to get tickets to this they're right there you guys can check that out it's on eventbrite the tickets are free um starts at seven starts at 7 p.m runs for two hours um Runs for two hours, so it's about nine a.m. So so it's nine a.m. It starts at seven p.m. Ends at nine nine p.m. I'm so sorry. So make sure you guys tap into that. Um, also join us for our anniversary show that's going to be on the thirteenth, which is um, or thirteenth of October. And also, I have been uh, nominated for a um, an award. So that's going to happen in October as well. Um, the awards the award start the award is in. In Spartanburg, South Carolina, and I want you guys. If you guys are if you guys are in the Spartanburg area, man, make sure you guys come and tap in and, and show support. Um, tickets are supposed to be on sale. I'm gonna get that information soon, hopefully, and I will make sure you guys are on the on on the ground with that, so you guys will know. Um, second to last announcement is that I am looking for male for men and women to participate in a project that I have going on called uh, thank you tara i appreciate that i thank you so much i am looking for men and women to participate in a project that i am that i'm looking to do uh, within the next maybe two to three months the project is called pieces of a man and it's literally a conversation with men and women uh, talking about we're you know talking about men you know, we're talking about so we're, we talk about we're going to be talking about a lot of good things. Um, and it's not just a conversation for just men. I want and the reason I said I'm, I want men and I'm looking for men and women because I want because I want us to engage. 
I want us to be able to talk and have a dialogue. You know, I want I want women I want women to hear what we have to say when it comes to how we you know our, our mental health, um, our how we think about ourselves, our identity, how we feel about fatherhood, how we feel about relationships, how we feel about mental health and things of that nature, and how and how we and how the how a connection how the how the godly how our godly connection brings all these things to fruition. I want I want us to engage. So if you're interested in participating in that project, just um, shoot me an email at um, at trailblazersradio.com. So shoot me a radio at shoot me an email at trailblazersradio at gmail.com and I'll most and I will respond to that. Um, I'm also going to put a post out there um, for that. Uh, so if you guys so if you guys are looking to do looking to want to participate, let me know and we'll and we'll make it happen. Um, there's some other things we got going down down the pike. Um, I know Coco's a little bit preoccupied with what she's doing doing. However, uh, we'll make sure that those things are put out or mo- make sure that those things are made available to you guys as they as they come up. Um, got some things coming on in October, some things coming on in December. And want you guys to like I said, we want you guys to keep your head, keep your ears to the ground with us because we got great things coming down the pipe and we most definitely want you guys to be a part of it. So with that being said, um, as I always like to end our shows, as I always like to end um, at least my show. So I'm actually ending my co-host show, which is <laughs> kind of a weird thing, but not not necessarily. Um, great job for great job for the um, kudos and big ups to Bobby tonight for or for first of all a wonderful a wonderful engaging conversation and show um, a great topic. Um, we need we as black men and women need to have more conversations like this because it gives us a better understanding of who we are as men and women but it also draws us closer together as men and women so as we learn more about each other as black men and black women we are we understand that you know we're able to connect with each other so as i always like the end show in my show at least um first and foremost we love y'all with the love of god and there ain't a damn thing y'all can do about that and the three things i always like to say before we end up before we end any of our podcasts uh number one Take care of each other. Very important. Very important. Number two, love on each other. Always, always love on each other. And last, but most certainly not least, three. This is a very, very crazy, very unpredictable, and very unstable world out here. So above all those two things that I mentioned, please, last but most certainly not least, please be safe. We love y'all. We thank y'all for coming out. For we thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Again, keep follow us on social media. On follow us on social media. Also, follow us on. Also, check out. Oh, I forgot. I forgot to say. Check out our um, our audio podcast, which is on Apple, Apple iTunes, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your audio podcast. That comes to you guys by by way of Anchor. So make sure you guys tune into that. Tune into those as well. Um, this audio, this, the audio of this particular podcast will become available later on in the week. So if you guys want to check out the replay, you guys can check it out on, check it out. Also 
the replay of this this particular pod this particular episode will be on youtube so please follow so please check it out on youtube as well and make sure you subscribe to our page again we love y'all with the love of god there ain't nothing you can do about it and we want y'all to be safe out there take care of each other and love on each other peace Join Bobby for The Takeover every Tuesday night as she tackles tough subjects with her trademark humor and wit. We guarantee you'll be educated, edified, and also entertained. So join us at 8 p.m. every Tuesday night right here on Trailblazers Radio. We're living in a different time. Isn't that what the old folks say? Well, I beg to differ. Because there really is nothing new under the sun. We used to think that this generation was stronger than that of my parents. But after learning where and whom we come from, I realized that this was a false narrative. They fought, bled, and died for the liberties that we take advantage of today. So I changed my mind. We are our grandparents. We are our parents. This is where the idea for uppity Negro apparel and accessories comes from. We are the uppity Negroes that defy boundaries, broke chains, climb mountains, and cross valleys of hatred, bigotry, illiteracy, and oppression. The statement is simple. The cause is never ending. The sound, loud. Say it with me, Kendrick. I am that uppity Negro.